Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. We thank you, Father, for blessing us, waking us up, by waking us up. And I pray, Father, that, as always, that in this earth, not our will be done, but your will, your will be done. In earth as it is in heaven. So I pray, Father, that you would fill us with your spirit, that we be led by your spirit in all that we do today. And that in everything that we do, it would be pleasing unto you. That we would love you, demonstrate our love for you, demonstrate our love for each other. And continue to cling to the truths which you have revealed in your written word. The truths about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen. Morning, everybody. It's been said that uh, many professing Christians pursue earthly things, allowing their appetites to hold sway over their lives. So Paul wrote to remind true believers that their citizenship is in heaven. For residents of God's kingdom, Christ will one day bring everything under his control. Your driver's license specifies your home state. Your passport, which you all have now, shows your national residence. But the things that control you reveal your spiritual citizenship. If earthly pleasures are your focus, then you're at home in this world. If you are preoccupied, preoccupied with heavenly things, then Jesus is in control of your life. And your citizenship, or I should say you are a citizen of this kingdom, the divine kingdom of God. New covenant believers, you are. So, you need to ask yourself, who's in control in your life from day to day? Today, when you are at the office, ask, your, ask yourself, ask yourself, ask yourselves, who is in control of your lives? When you're at school, ask yourselves, who is in control of your lives? Is it you or is it God? Because if it is God, the fruit will bear. It will show. It will show who is in control. Based upon how you respond to your circumstances, based upon how you respond to those around you. I call it your circle of influence. What do you do when you're in a circumstance, when you're, I should say, what do you do when you're in, you're in a, a moment of time and it's a crisis moment? How do you respond? Do you respond in like kind, meaning that depending on what it is, of course, let's say, for example, if it's someone that you are uh, engaged in a battle with and the battle becomes heated, the moment becomes heated. Words begin, you, you begin to exchange words that are ungodly, obviously. And the other person 
as well begin to exchange words that are ungodly. And it it continues to escalate. How do you respond? When do you say, enough? I'm a child of God. I'm a born again Christian woman or man. Enough. This must stop. And begin to pray and ask God to give you the strength to humble yourself. And to just listen or maybe even just walk away or offer encouraging words. What you speak is what you sow. Your words are powerful. So be careful how you use your words when you're speaking to others, to each other. Learn to use words that are encouraging. Learn to use words that will build up one another instead of tear one another down. Learn to say those things which will inspire godliness, holiness, righteousness in each other's lives. Learn to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? So this is what I'm talking about this morning. Philippians chapter 3, verses 19 through 21 reads, Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and the glory in their shame. With minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it we await a savior. The Lord Jesus Christ. Who will transform our lowly body. To be like his glorious body. By the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. The same power That enabled Jesus Christ to rise from the dead. The same power that Jesus, during his first advent, raised others from the dead. It's in you. It's the Spirit of God. Learn to use, or not to use, but learn to live with the Spirit of God. That's what I'm trying to say here. Learn to live with the Spirit of God and learn to be led by the Spirit of God and learn to be a blessing to the Spirit of God and to those around you with the Spirit of God. Allow the Spirit to work in you and through you for the glory of God. Amen? This is what I'm talking about. This is what, this is my greatest hope for you all. Is that you learn to be led by the Spirit of God. And that you learn to be controlled. That is, to be controlled by the Spirit of God. And not controlled by the flesh. The old nature. The old nature is at war against the Spirit of God. 
It's in rebellion against the Spirit of God. Say no. And say yes to the Spirit. Amen? So I pray that today you be a blessing to God. I pray that and hope that in all your circumstances and all that you do today, that you would be controlled by the Spirit, that you would be led by the Spirit in everything that you do. Because God is able to bring you through. God is able to lift you up above your circumstances. God is able to give you all that you need in order to be a blessing to your neighbor. That is, those who are within your circle of influence, wherever you go. The Spirit will enable you to control your speech, how you talk to one another, how you think about one another, how you think about God, and how you think about this world, and on and on and on. Have faith in God. Be controlled by the Spirit of God. Amen? Heads bow and eyes closed. Let us pray. Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day. Yes, Father, I pray that we all would be controlled by your spirit today. Thank you for these encouraging words this morning. I pray that we would be a blessing to you today. Keep us, Father, from falling into the temptation of sinning against you, a most holy and righteous God. And when we sin, I pray, Father, that we will all repent. I pray that we will confess our sins, ask for forgiveness, and trust, Father, that you will make us right with you. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen.